Moto Freaks, welcome to the Moto X Pod Show. I'm your host, Mark, my co-host both with me, Factory Phil. What's up, Phil? How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. What do you say, DJ TJ? I'm uh, just enjoying this beautiful weather we have here in the fall in Texas. Everybody's favorite producer in the house, man. Yeah, the weather's getting nice outside. That song just kind of puts me in a in a lighthearted mood. I know, me too. I love that song. I just want to kind of go go chill somewhere now. Maybe yeah, walk yeah. around outside. You know? <laughs> Take a nice walk. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give a big shout out to DJ TJ. Um, he set up this studio. It looks really nice. We posted a picture on Facebook. It looks awesome. We even got a full-fledged dirt bike track out, bo- out, out back. Looks awesome. So hey. shout out to DJ TJ. Hey man, I'm glad to have y'all here. It's cool just to be a part of this. I really appreciate it. Our studio is cooler than yours. That's for sure. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> well, guys, tell me what's happening. Well, we went riding this weekend. We did. Well, we I sort of did. Well, we putted. Yeah, so I don't do much, man. I yeah. get that rough track out there, and that was the end of that for me. That's how bad a shape I'm in. I was just, <laughs> I couldn't hold on to that motorcycle to save my life. This no, me either. That that two smoker kind of handled me. Yeah, yeah. He rode my old, my old '96 CR250. Yeah, it's a great bike. I just uh, if you haven't ridden in a few years, it's probably not the most fun thing to ride. But uh, no, it's all right though. At least I got something to ride. Yeah, yeah. I was ready to, uh, I was wishing I just had a 125 out there or something really light. (laughs) Sounds like maybe you're doing better than, you know, some of the pro riders that ain't got nothing to ride. Exactly. Yeah. That's for sure. I wonder what's coming up with that. We're, uh, I I, uh, would like to hit on that a little bit. I wonder who's going where at this point. It's looking like, I guess, RCH might just be uh, Tickle and Buggle. I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm not I, sure about Dino. I know he's been seen riding a Suzuki, but I'm not sure that's happening. Yeah, and I heard there was some kind of talk with him trying to get on the factory Yamaha team. Ah, uh, yeah, um, but with no money, just give him a bike is basically what I've heard. Right, yeah. and he gets the purse and all that. And yeah. yeah, yeah, he'll have to. Well, uh, well, I'd like to see him land somewhere. He's too talented not to be not to be on the deal. But um, y'all follow Malcolm Stewart on Instagram. Yep. Yes, sir. But Y'all see, I, I haven't seen anything. The recent picture, he's on. A, I know he's still riding his Geico 450, but I know you don't like talking about this, TJ. You don't like talking about the Stewart brothers, but I like talking about them. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. What do you? What well, do you? You don't think? like talking about them, but I do. So there. Yeah. yeah so there you go. Show. So yeah. Good. I'm uh, doing. What do, what do I think? I. I just waiting. I mean, it's well, like we every, we're doing the same thing that every moto head set at the track is doing, going, I wonder what's going to happen with Stuart. Nobody knows. I'm going to go ahead and throw a prediction out here. Mookie, right. or Mookie, Mookie will find something. He'll put a deal together. I think James is out, man. I don't think he even cares. I think he's just done. Done. Peace. See ya. Mm, I don't he know. just hadn't come out yet. I really do think that's probably going to happen. I heard an interview today. With, uh, did you hear that one with Chad Reed? Yep. And they were talking. He was talking to um, Steve Mathis, and Chad said, "If James is going to, he goes, if it was up to me, I'd tell James 
Just take your money. <laughs> Go home. Get rid of seven. Mm-hmm. Don't make a team. Just enjoy life, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't see why that couldn't happen. I don't know about getting rid of the gear company. I mean, no, that, that's no. a potential money maker. But at the same time, I mean, it's got to do something, right? I mean, the only way you're going to make money with something like that is having a a network to sell it. You know, you got to be with Parts Unlimited. You got to be with with one of the 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 big companies that get into shops. Almost. I mean, well, the only people who do, don't do that is Fox, and that company's been around since dirt. Yeah, they got they got a good guy in charge over there at Seven. Uh, Roger Larson, he was with uh, Answer for many years for yeah. whatever it is Tucker, I guess that's Tucker yeah, Rocky. Tucker Rocky. So uh, I mean, they know what they're doing, and they, that Answer, gear, the that gear, out there. that gear sells very well. I do know that, even though it's pretty damn expensive, uh, yeah. it's a little more money than I'm going to pay for some gear. But whatever, you know. Yeah. So if y'all want to hook me up. Uh, Size thirty six XL. I'll give you my address. Just send it to me. I'll wear it. You know, it's whatever. A fat boy size, but you know. So, but anyways, yeah. My prediction is James retires. Uh, Malcolm will get a deal somewhere. As far as anybody else, dude, you got me. I don't know. I don't know who's going where. I don't know if there's any rides out there. You know, I think Will Hahn supposedly has something in the works, but I don't know with who or what. You know, I couldn't even begin to guess on that deal. No. What about you and- either? I have no clue. I know that there are some openings at that MCR, and I know Brayton. Brayton's going there. Brayton's going to be there, but I mean, is that Brayton and? Well, they've already got a Lessie and Free, so then they have Brayton. Oh, a four, a three man team. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about anybody else. I mean, maybe they've got money to do it. What I mean? Well, McAdoo is going to be on a two fifty. McAdoo's going to be on a two fifty. Yeah, he's yeah. going to have to go through Arena Cross first, so he'll ride East Coast. East Coast. But. Um, yeah, he'll be there. That'll be a good, that'll be an interesting deal. He looks like he's pretty legit. We'll just have to see though. You know? Right. I would think if he's that good, he won't stay at MCR very long. <clears throat> Who knows? I mean, I, I don't care what anybody says. Unless he's a you know top level athlete and he's been there well, a long time. What I mean by that, that well, yeah, but we're, we're talking if Pro Circuit, Geico, Star, TLD comes a knock in, do you think you can really compete with them? The answer to that question is simply no. Now, if you're happy there... Ten years ago, or less than that, four or five years ago, everybody said, well, if Pro Circuit comes, no matter what team you're on, you go to them because nobody can compete with them. And now look at, you've got TLD, you've got the Honda, the uh, Geico Honda, you've got these other teams that are not only competing with Pro Circuit but beating them. Things change. I think that that streak stops this year, though, because if you look at the team rosters, they've got the best one this year. And they got an amazing bike. My son's got that new 17, and it is ridiculous. It's awesome. That's a good Kawasaki bike. 250F is an awesome bike. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think uh, you'll see them have a resurgence. Maybe that Fortner kid is something else. Savachi's good. I think AC will do pretty well. Uh, Justin Hill, too, but I think you're going to see Savachi and Fortner just kind of take over. But. I don't know, man. It could be an interesting year. They look on paper they've got the strongest team. They paper. do almost every year, though, they do. Yeah, well, pretty close, man. I mean, you're right. They do. I don't think last year you could say that, though. Cooper Webb and Jeremy Martin speak pretty loudly to me. That's a good point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. But at the same time. In Supercross. In Supercross, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll see, though, man. I mean, AC is, what, four for – he's only had six Supercross races in his career. It's funny. It's not funny, but it's crazy. He's won four of them. Yeah, I was, he won his debut in Dallas. That was pretty legit. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. I um, I think you're going to see a lot out of Christian Craig this year. I think he's got a full head of steam coming in. He's he's super talented. He's good. He's got DV working. With <laughs> he's him. got DV working with him, and uh, I mean, 
from what I can understand, listening to his interview on the on the Pulp Show the other day, he's doing he's, he's putting his head down and doing what DV tells him. It works, you know. Yeah, I didn't get the I hadn't get that far into the show yet. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. So, uh, but anyways, I uh, I don't know what else is gonna. I don't know what to expect from Star Racing this year. It's just, I mean, with minus uh, you know minus Plessinger, he'll do pretty well. It could, he could potentially rock out and win both. You should never know. I mean, but uh, we'll see what happens. TLD. They'll kind of just be what they've been. They'll be pretty good, you know. Yeah, they got a solid team. I'm not saying it's the best on paper team, but it's a very solid. Somebody said something about Bowers going there. Maybe I don't know. But they got Oldenburg right now. Oldenburg, McElrath. No, Hill's Hill's going to Pro Circuit. Oh, he's going back to Pro Circuit. circuit. So you got McElrath, Oldenburg. Who else? Jordan Smith is he on the? Yeah, he's on there. Yeah, Jordan Smith. Alex Martin. Alex Martin. Alex Martin. So I mean, what would they need another person for? Uh, for somebody that can win a Supercross race, uh, Alex Martin. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big Martin fan. So. Well, I too, but he, well, I mean, he's won he's won outdoor races, but yeah, yeah. He, he, those would, little the Martin brothers. That's no secret. They struggled Supercross. They're little bitty dudes. And whoops, yeah. whoops. I think kicked their rear end a little bit. Now, can he win? Absolutely, absolutely. Can he win the title? Will he win? No. Well, I mean, he could. I don't know if he's Maybe, going to. Okay, <laughs> you know? I think give him a year. Well, a year he'll point out if he does it good at all this year, right? Well, no. who's well, who's to say that he doesn't finish out the year? I'm not, I'm not hating on him, but I, I like him. But yeah. you know, the, the way that they're so inconsistently, you know, it, Jeremy Martin and his brother, well, they don't whole, do good in Super. And Cross. that whole pointing out thing is a is a laugh. Yeah, yeah that, that changes year to year. The AMA's stupid. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead on record as saying there's whoever's in charge of there's a dumbass, but. It. Uh, I don't care if you like what I have to say. They're always shuffling rules around and changing rules or whatever. Just, just be consistent. Do something. You know. Yeah. It's whatever. But oh, I'm, I'm sure they're not listening anyway. So. I think they should start by just enforcing the rules. Maybe. You know, I've heard crazy stories on, you know, from other mechanics where they were pushed star racing. I think it was or not. That was star racing. It was that that article that was written about eleven ten mods. And they went through tech inspection without a motor in their bike. They would go through and see what they could do. Like it, it, I forget who it was that did that. Who said that? But it, um, they were talking about leaving kickstarters off, leaving yeah, footpegs I mean, off they'll, they'll through tech inspection. Just see what they can get away with. Just yeah. as a joke. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, you wow. know, and then whoever the geniuses that allowed the uh, the, the the displacement rules with the four strokes. I mean, it um, they probably did, the most hated man in motocross. Probably. I mean, it's not, it's not that the four strokes aren't good, but they're just, they weren't. The four fifty is too much. I, know, I, I, I love it. my four yeah. fifty. I'm I'm not giving it up. I'm not going back to a two fifty two stroke. I love my four fifty, but for guys who can actually ride fast, it's a lot of bike. Me, I'm an old vet. I'm gonna sit down, coming out of corners, and twist the throttle, and you know, have fun on a bike that's mm-hmm. easy to ride. But yeah, yeah. Well, I'll say this. I don't know. I'm, I've about had enough of mine. About every few years I do that, and I'll go get a two-stroke, and then I'll I'll get sick of it and go back to a four-stroke. We'll see what happens this time. But uh, I don't I just I don't like riding slower bikes. I should have more fun on them. 450 oh, yeah. is just a lot when it gets away from you. Yeah. You know, and for somebody like me that's just not, not you know, who's just decent. <laughs> I mean, what do you need? Well, you know? like I'm on mine, I've got a one-tooth bigger front sprocket. Really? To tame it down and really? make it real flat and mellow. It's just fun. Well, you needed it on that Cali. I had it. Trust me, that works out really well. So, <laughs> it, uh, I've got a 51 tooth rear on my Honda, and I need to go down now. 
Yeah, put exhaust on it. It's time yeah. to go down. So, anyways, somebody tell me something. Good. Yeah, well, I just want to thank our listeners on the Spreaker app. We have almost 500 of them so far. Awesome. That's pr- that's pretty good for um, just a, a really start from scratch. I mean, you you say start from scratch. Me and Mark were using my my phone yeah. and sharing headphones our first episode. It's crazy, too. Within a few weeks, we've got just a legit studio yeah. mic, soundboard. I mean, it's it's great headphones. I mean, we're actually, you know, we look like rock stars compared to how we started, right? Oh, I know it. It's hard I know to, it. to think back when oh, that yeah. first that first show we did. We were and it sounded terrible, but we were still having fun. Well, I enjoy it. Yeah, it's yeah. What, however you want to do it. It did sound terrible. It did, but we didn't care. Oh, I know. TJ was, made sure and called me and let me know. Hey, yeah, man, he told me too. Terrible. Yeah. He told me too. Yeah, I, even I called, the second episode. He was wait. You mean terrible. like I told somebody my opinion? People, no, yeah, oh, come on now. You would never do that. Well, I have a habit of doing that too, so it uh, it tends to uh, rub people the wrong way, and I'm sorry if that's the case. Get a Kleenex. I don't know what to tell you. Wipe your nose off. You'll be okay. <laughs> but uh, guys, tell me some. I want to do some moto talk, moto trip. What, what what's up on the agenda tonight? Oh buddy? yeah. So last on Friday we did uh, what we call trivia mark. Trivia so, Mark. Trivia Mark is a new segment we have. Muscle Mark is what we call you now. Ah. Not Mark didn't like Mark the Vegan that I came up with him. So I didn't he like didn't, that. He didn't like that. Kind of silly. We are silly. That is true. You know what, TJ? I I I, I think I want to put you in on this game. TJ versus Muscle Mark. <laughs> what are we talking <laughs> and see, about? And see who wins. Oh, we're just talking about. Let's see. You know. Top Supercross wins. Who has the most? Uh, it's it's easy stuff. Well, easy it. stuff. Do you actually have easy the stuff. answers to this? No, easy stuff. Like that's not all I have. He's relying on me. To- <laughs> so basically, it's like, and the, is the answer right, Mark? And Mark's like, of course I'm right. Yeah, well, that's true. We'll see. Let's let's just sh- let's just roll it and see how it works. And right. If it sucks, Sounds good. we'll hear about it. So okay. So I mean, the first one's going to be a gimme. So the most winning is Supercross rider. Oh, let me think about that for a second. Come on now, uh, really? Jeremy, Jeremy, MF, and McGrath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How many? Seventy-two. 72. Good job. Number two. Number two, James. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, who was number two? I thought number yeah. two question James. was coming. No. James is the answer to the second 50. question. What's the second question? No, I'm not done. You are doing, doing, doing top three. Okay, this is not about us. This is for our listeners so they can play along. So don't get all. Oh, I know Ooh. the answer. Ooh, okay. okay, well let's get to it then. <laughs> All right, number three. Who is who is the third rider? Who's the third on, on the most supercross? Ricky. Ricky. Ricky with forty-eight. Forty-eight. Yes, he got me on that one. You didn't know that one? Nope. Not I, thought how you, many I thought you knew exactly. everything. No, 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 no. I <laughs> think right. I know everything. There's a big difference between thinking it and actually knowing mm. it. Most outdoor wins. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Carmichael. One hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty. No, his that's one hundred and fifty total. Total. One hundred and one uh, outdoor wins. 101 or 102. And do you know who number You know who number two is? And outdoor wins, I do. I don't know the exact number. It's Ryan Dungey, I believe. I don't remember exactly where his wins are, but they're up there for sure. Well, you got to think those couple seasons every time. Yeah, I know. It, it's, no, I'm with you. I'm with it's you. crazy I, to think that, but it's that's that's legit. I think I'm right on that. You can guys are welcome to double check me. I think if it's I'm Bob wrong, Hanna. huh? I think it's Bob. Hanna. It's not Bob Hanna. You don't think so? He's up there, but it's not Bob Hanna. Did you not Google the answers to the questions in no. which you're asking? I this? did, but the, Ricky the, the play- I think Ricky Johnson's even ahead of him. The uh, the websites that I go on are they just don't have. Good stats. So. They have the vault on Racer X. You go to the Racer X <laughs> vault and count them. But the uh, most, the most love rider. Uh, that's a matter that's of opinion. opinion. But I would well, have okay, to say Blake Baggett. Oh, not by me. Oh, I thought you meant by. Who by do you general. think? By, by, TJ wants to massage Blake Baggett's back. 
Um, Does he need a massage? Because they follow uh, each other see, on Instagram. He made one of massages. His, you know, his hamstrings. Uh, yeah. And, just, anyways, glutes. the most loved writer. I mean, it's hard to argue that McGrath's not that guy. I, I have not heard anybody that doesn't like him that says bad. I mean, you don't hear that. It all like, depends on where you're from. Oh, well, that it's, too. The, but, most of the guys from the like the East aren't McGrath fans. Because he was the California guy. I mean, maybe now as he's gotten older and retired. Yeah, well, I'll agree with that because I wasn't the, the biggest McGrath fan when I when he was McGrath. Yeah. You know, RJ and all that. But he stuff. became yeah. that way over time. Yeah. yeah. Give me your top three most loved. Excuse me, most loved riders. I'm gonna throw. Oh wow, Phil. Okay. Now I'm gonna throw uh, <laughs> Damon Bradshaw in there for any older guys who know that Bradshaw's pretty pretty well loved. Um, I'm going to throw McGrath in there. I think most people love Jeremy. And I'm going to go ahead and throw Ricky in there, too. I think you put those three together, they're probably three of – now, that's just that's just an opinion of mine. I could be mm-hmm. totally wrong. And, again, it depends on where you're from and what era you're from as well. That's what era, era thing, What man. era of moto was your era? Like, mine was the 90s. That man, yeah. To me, those are the golden years. They'll never, it'll never get better or cooler than it was then. Now it's all corporate, and it just kind of kind of blows, in my opinion. But I still love Moto. No, and I understand. I look back at that from, like, an outsider looking in, because I didn't even get into Moto until 2000. And actually, until uh, 2001 or, two, or 2000, actually, was when I first started racing. So mm-hmm. before that, the 90s were like, oh, I heard it was awesome, you know. Oh, you get I... what I'm saying? But now, I, I, like I said, anybody who was there, that's what they say. But for the next generation, which, like I say, I didn't start riding and or even getting into moto until later in mm-hmm. life. So mm-hmm. who's your top three most loved riders? Like that, I think, out of the generation, the uh, people that... Just all time. I would just go years. total, yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter. Total. I you would could say, just throw an opinion out there. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't even know because you got Chad Reed. There's so many people that love Chad Reed now. And if that's what we're talking about now, because mm-hmm. before I think a lot of people forget how much people hated him. He was not very well liked for a long time, and because he had his fans, but and because you know. and if, if we're talking about true hardcore moto fans, I think really somebody who's really really growing to be loved by other people is DV. It's crazy how that works because they hated him. Oh my well, god! French, everybody hated hated. He came DV. in and beat McGrath. You know, yeah. And so David Villeman has got to be up there in, you know, and but then obviously Pastrana, do you still consider him? Everybody I would saying? actually go ahead and throw that in there, yeah, because he, and, but the thing with, with Travis, Travis is uh, is more on a, a mainstream level as well. Like, it'd be hard to, I think everybody would agree that Travis was awesome. We all love him. Yes. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Travis Pastrana. The thing is, like, a lot of people know who Travis Pastrana is outside of our, our sport. Right, because yeah. of who he is. Right, it'd be hard to grasp. I would say I would put him there, though. Like, I mean, he was definitely a fans. He was a fans' writer for sure. Yeah. I mean, he would sign autographs late. He would. To this day, if you saw the guy, he's going to be cool to you. He loves it. I mean, he's. I. Be hard to argue that. When I, mean, I was probably leaning more towards guys that won a bunch of titles and things, and that's probably ignorant of me to do that. But that's just what people remember. You know, nobody remembers right. second place, do you? I don't. And most know? people, but. And but at the same at the same time, super fans or people mm-hmm. that listen and keep up with the with what's mm-hmm. going on in the sport, they're going to love DV. And nobody remembers what he did. If now I'm talking about yeah. the and what's going on, it's more about his personality. Yeah, we know he's super fast. We know sure. he won all that. Sure. He beat everybody, you know, in his era during his up and coming racing. There was nobody he didn't uh-huh. beat. Yeah, I mean, he he beat all the greats up to a certain point, and it's hard. I mean, I, I'm a DV fan. I like the guy. 
know, I liked him. I've interacted with him on social media. He's really cool. And uh, I like how I like how blunt he is, how straightforward he is. He says what he means. He means what he says. It's my kind of dude. That's how I am. And yeah. um, so I like him. What about, uh, I was thinking too, one of my favorite guys, I mean, and I didn't bring him up just because I don't know if, but I loved Larry Ward back in the day. Larry sure Ward was awesome. I, Jeff Emig was my favorite at one point, you know. And I uh, got you know I've, he Emig is from where from what Emig was in his career to the guy he is now is a hundred percent the opposite right. contrast. You know, like now Emig is he's very well spoken. He's very he's a corporate type dude. You know he's and Emig uh, back in those days was not so that way. And mm-hmm. like I said, that's part of the whole '90s thing is that everybody enjoyed themselves outside of racing a lot more than we know and yeah. um i mean they trained but the 90s were everybody just were rock stars and you know it's that's my era i love it i i wish it could be that way forever and obviously it's not but well i'm gonna say my top three would be kevin windham mm-hmm. james stewart and why and i did not bring windham up as that's an awesome point I don't mean to interrupt you. Wyndham is probably like top two of most love riders of all time. Oh yeah, right? of all time. I, I, yeah. When time, he was still yes. racing, I remember my the the first couple of years I was into Supercross and I went to Supercross when he did those transfers. You know that he did in, in open ceremonies. Oh yeah. I tell you, he got the biggest. Uh, everybody stood up and screamed for him. He got the most sound out of everybody. Dude, I mean, it's crazy. Did you y'all remember that transfer he did at Dallas in 2012? It was about oh, 110 yeah. feet. Yo, yeah, I remember that. Oh, Dude, oh, I was sitting right behind there. The, I got the view like right behind where you can see yeah. this, and it was just it was crazy. Yeah, I, I'm a big Kevin Wendell fan. I might and, even put uh, Kevin. I might even put him as the number one loved rider ever. I really yeah. feel like that might be I, accurate. I, I, I think everybody. Loves Kevin Wyndham. Anybody? I've never met anybody that doesn't like Kevin. K- I've got to say, I would. The only person, if you're talking about ever all time, at one point in time having the biggest fan base, he's second. Okay, who's first? Travis. Travis Pastrana. You think? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's that's kind of like over. Yeah, that's overall, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, re- he reached out okay. farther. So I'm going to say Travis is over. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I I don't know anybody that didn't like Wyndham. Mm-hmm. The same token, I don't know anybody didn't like Travis. Yeah, true. Right. I, I bet when those two were teammates, Suzuki, that was a fun, fun, fun pit to go through. That's know? a good point. I didn't yeah, even think I mean, about they that. Were yeah. for, they were first. I think it was only for maybe a year. Maybe two. I think it was only a year, though. So I want to know y'all's wild card this year in Supercross. Who do you think is just going to come out and, and we don't really talk about? Who's going to be that wild card that can come out and win some races? It's, uh, I got two of them for you. Okay. Jason Anderson and Cole Seeley. Okay. What about you, TJ? I don't think I, I'm Blake Baggett's not winning Supercross, man. <laughs> okay, maybe, yeah, I don't okay, maybe okay, maybe he will. I'm just, being, don't, don't, I'm no, just no, saying no, that to get on TJ. I get, you, I get you, but no, I don't think that I can really sit back and say at all that I think Anderson is a wild card. I think he's a shoe in for winning. I think he's going to win races. Okay, point blank. Period. What about man, y'all? What are about? Some Anderson lovers. Yeah, he's fast. He's good. Dude. He's good. What about Justin Barsha? He, he took a. He took a Japanese man and his motorcycle to the head, and he's back and riding already. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll okay, see. well, give us yours, Phyllis. I'm going to say... I like Barsha. I'm going to go... Somebody, I heard one of y'all say Barsha. I Barsha, yeah. I think Barsha is a dark horse. He is going to be on a very stable, very um, planted and tried and true machine that doesn't okay. have all the handling quirks that he can override and the bike doesn't care. 
he is going to win races on that Suzuki. Definitely. This year? Yeah. I mean, okay, he's going to win heat races for sure. Stamp it, heat race winning. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. well he course. does have three main event wins to his credit. And so saying say, it's not out of the realm of possibilities exactly. that he can win races. But I think he's still a dark horse because of how, I'm going to say it's quietly, right. poorly. His seasons have gone so far on the I big bike. Get, yeah, that's true. Well, he just, I don't think he got along with that Yamaha at all. And, and he was not quiet about it either. No, well, nobody else seems to really give it any credit either. So, I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of validity in what he's saying. But at the same time, man, you knew what the, what kind of bike they had when you signed with them. I don't know what to tell you because, I mean, you, you know the motorcycle. It's not like it's a secret. True. Those guys know, and they've ridden. He rode that bike, and then, like, he didn't know. I mean, maybe he took a big check. I ain't hating him for that. Yeah. I know he it definitely a took a big check. Well. Yeah. Five years, right? Oh, no, yeah. I wouldn't. Was it, I thought uh, it was three. I don't think it was four. four. No, he has another no way. He left. got extended. I think his is going to end up being four when it's all said. Okay, that's what it is, then. But, um, well, I've got a few on my wild card. Get it. I've got Marvin Muscan, and I hated on him this whole time. I, I like that pick. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. You you mentioned straight rhythm last week. Yes, he rode awesome. You can tell the way that he's riding. Did you get he's, to rewatch it? Yeah, yeah. You can tell the way he's riding that he's so determined, and that he can go out and he can win races like he should have won last year. But we all know what happened. His form was so good. Can we talk about it, straight rhythm for a second? Did you actually watch it? No, then I don't no, wanna, can't. It's go ahead. Stupid Phil. rhythm. I don't like it. <laughs> well, you didn't watch it. This one was really, really, really. I know, good. but it's still dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it is. I don't so, even want to watch it. That's the thing. And I want to watch every race. And I don't care for this It was one, so good. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Monster Cup. It was great. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, it was okay. Well, Marvin Muscan, Trey Kennard is my number two wild card. Um, now, I know you are probably going to say no to that just because he's on a new bike. But Kennard? Yeah. You see him being a dark horse. He has one. Like, he's got four a, main event wins to his credit, I believe. Yes. Four or five, actually. I, I, t- again, same with Barsha. It ain't out of the realm of possibilities that that guy's going to win races. He very well may. The stars have to align. I don't think either one of those. I don't think either one of those. I don't think they have to align at all for either one of those because they both straight up beat uh, RV, R- Ryan Dungey, James, all those guys, and some and all their wins. I, so, I mean, whatever you know. When I don't think James was ever like on point and not wrecking or not having an issue, and the, either, got, and either one of those guys beat him. Uh, well, well, I mean, I don't know, whatever, but yeah. Well, I mean, I you, the thing is that you can't throw the the crash thing in there. You can't do it because it happens too frequently. No, with what James, I'm, oh, you know? true. I'm just saying, if James, nobody's a bigger James fan than me, guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say too another rider that I think is gonna be a dark horse is Weston Pike. Oh, I love. And, and here's WP. the thing. Here's the reason why I think he's going to be a dark so horse. So for like, like, like. Wins like main event wins, kind of. I, I think he can win a main event. I think and he here's why. he's been on the podium before. Here's the thing: he is riding for his career right now. Last year, we weren't sure if he was going to have a ride next year. This year, coming up, um, and then they switched to Suzuki and they gave him a contract extension, whatever. One year, yeah. So he is riding He'll for make his career. He'll make it happen. And the last he time he was riding for his career, he was he is a hard worker. Well, he just got and last year, yeah, I remember a lot of there was a lot of cir- a victim of circumstance, so to speak, like his fist. Well, that too, but that didn't that did not help him. <laughs> even even he his said his whole season spiraled down after that. Yeah, yeah. they hired him back uh, based off uh, twenty fifteen, not this year. You know, they what hired he did, him back. They even said it 
Um, what's his name? Um, the team manager, J Bone. J Bone even said he hired him back because nobody else showed any kind of improvement. Basically, said if anybody would have done anything, they'd have hired him besides Pike. But since Pike's there, Pike's a good fit. Mm-hmm. Then he. I don't think they were too stoked on him whipping uh, Freeze's ass on live TV. You know, I was stoked on it. I was stoked on it too, but I don't think the big, but the corporate guys were. The corporate you know? guys, no. Okay, let's so let's let's take it. So if we were take a to, uh, take a hundred people that watch Supercross every single weekend on a poll of a hundred people, how many? Out of everybody, the majority of the people, who do you think is the most hated rider in Supercross today? I know we talked about this a little bit last week, but who do you think? I don't know. I would say Michael Lessie just because I, th- I think a lot of that flack is undeserving uh, on Mike. Mike's not the guy. Cause, I mean, he does cause some of his own problems. Like the, the Brock Tickle incident comes to mind on that deal. That was just – I don't know what he was thinking. I know he wasn't probably thinking on that deal, but – Unless he's my pick, I don't think it's deserving, but that's my pick. Who do you got? Mm. He's going to say Jeff. Uh, I'm talking my, about somebody that's relevant. Yeah, relevant. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I'm thinking about that. The top 20. 22, I should say. No, just do top 20. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Jeff can get in the top 22. Oh, true. Um, I don't know. I, I don't ever think about that, about who would be hated, because I can't imagine hating any of the riders, like, straight up. Mm. I'm talking that, from a rider standpoint, though. And, 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 and a spectator, too. Spectator. I mean, from a spectator. Yeah, let's, let's do a spectator it's standpoint. Got, it's got to be Freeze, because... That's what I was going to say. I don't think so. I think it's a lessie. I really do. It may be. I, I think, think you may be right. I hate yeah. saying that, because it makes me feel like I'm saying that people hate him, but... I think people hate him. My, I think Mike's I think probably he, I a think super too. nice dude, too. Like, I, mm. I hate that for him. Yeah. Michael Alessi and Vince Freezy, for sure. Well, I've I've met Jeff Alessi. He went out to Burleson and rode a couple of times. I mean, he's a nice guy, but it doesn't make me like him as a rider for the at the pro level. Well, yeah. We're not talking about as as a person. Like, we don't actually Well, I remember them. he was at one of our local I tracks here for him. a while doing uh, who? Jeff? No, no I'm just saying. I don't well, even know I who we're talking care. about. No, I think he was at one of our local tracks here doing riding lessons or something. He was staying in the air, staying uh-huh. out there or whatever. And I remember the the, the social media post when they were, annou- you know, letting everybody know that he was there. They had to go ahead and throw in. Do not comment on this for any other reason oh, wow. other than your interest in the riding lessons. Because that had to so go many people bash well, him. Well, that was right around the time of the laser gate thing. You oh know yeah, yeah. Mean? And um, I just thought it was kind of, kind of. I had to chuckle a little bit at that. I mean, I don't blame them for. Put, I don't want. I wouldn't want my feed filling up with that crap either. You know, because people just the internet is giving all these cowards a voice, and they'll they'll not mind. You know, <clears throat> like me, I guess. Because so. <laughs> because I, I I went on a rant on Michael Lessie and he blocked me. Phil likes getting blocked. I don't know. But I, it's just stupid. I mean, I was young. I was like it was like three years ago. No, I was I'm being sure, stupid. I'm sure you walk up, shake the guy's hand, tell him you're sorry if he even remembers it. It'll be all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, hey, um, I I plan on going to Dallas and saying, "Hey, Reed, can you unblock me, please?" Because okay. I really want to know what's going on in your life. Get a new, just get a new account. Who cares? Yeah, I you can, can follow him with the show's account. Well, the, oh yeah, don't get I the can. show blocked. No. Yeah, wait a no, minute. No, you're, you're not allowed to mess with the show. I'm not. Hey, that was that was way that was. Like you're not allowed to comment. Ago. You can watch like a pervert from the back. You're not allowed to comment. <laughs> like I won't say anything bad. That's hilarious. All right, we'll go. Well, where, where were we again? I lost my train of thought here. Uh, I don't know. We kind of talking about hated so. writers. Oh and yeah. Now you're you're running the show, Phil. Tell us what's well, up. 
see. Most hate we have most hated riders, so we agree on Michael Essie and Vince Freezy from a rider st- well, spectator standpoint. standpoint. From the un yeah, sure, I agree with that. Okay, have y'all seen the track layouts? I have. I kind of perused over them, but the tracks are never as cool as they look like on the right. No, because they change them once they start building them. Yeah, and they run out of dirt. Yeah, that's what happens. So. uh yeah, and which is make which is absolutely crazy to me. Oh, oh, speaking, I tell you something that I did hear today that um, they're talking about the the gates, the way they did the starting gates. Yeah, the uh, what's that stuff? The they expanded put down. metal. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna. They're supposedly like pretty solid rumors that that's gonna be in super. No, it's done. Uh, even Reed, I think Reed already went and said from everything he'd heard that that was a done. Right, deal. but I'm just saying it's not like it needs to be that way. You that know? makes sense. I mean. There, it's going to be the gate itself and the gate prep will make no difference. I think it's going to go like three feet out in front of it too, maybe, something yeah, like that. Yeah, they were talking about they don't know because of the floor space how far it can go out in front of it. It doesn't matter if you have it three foot or two foot or one foot. There's going to be a hole on the other side of it. Either way, there always is. So, so but I think it's going to be cool. Yeah, I mean, it'll help. It'll help them. I don't think it's going to help the guys who have bat who who can't get starts are still not going to get starts though. That's not going to help anybody. I think it's gonna the guys that are good at starts are gonna be great at starts now. Oh, you think it, you think it'll think actually it, separate them more? I think it. I, I don't think. Well, I don't know if it'll separate them more, but I, I don't think it's going like Tomac is not that good of a starter. I don't think it all of a sudden he's Michael Essie's starting potential. You know what I'm saying? So I got like this is what I was gonna ask about that. So since they're gonna have that expanded metal behind the starting gate like they did, what do at, they call that? They call they have a name for that. They thing. call it grading, but it's expanded, it's expanded metal. So they have the expanded metal behind mm-hmm. the starting gate. So are these factory teams, they could set their ignitions up for however long it takes them to get off of that. Oh, they and will. They 100% will. So that's what I was saying. Is this like the hugest advantage ever to the factory teams, like as far as getting off the line? I mean, it could be. I mean, they kind of have that advantage, anyways. But yeah, because, I would say I would say it definitely helps. Wouldn't because you? what because what I was getting at is every weekend, if the dirt's different, mm-hmm. then they can't run the exact same mapping and the exact same computer mm-hmm. timing setup as they did before. This yeah. and that. Now they're going to figure it out. They're going to figure out with computers and with data and all this kind of stuff what gets them off the gate the best and never have to change it. I don't know about that. It really, I, like you said, I mean, it's going to depend on. This the situation. It's, it's going to be. Like, they're all about running the same tire, right? Well, it's going to it's going to be basically about like drag racing when those guys see the yellow light, they push their button and hold the gas to the floor. I mean, is that what we're going to go to? Where the pro guys have a have it set up to where as soon as they the car goes sideways or whatever, they push a button and when they dump their clutch. The computer takes over and gets them across the gate best. Well, I feel like yeah, we're in, we're in that era of you know technology is definitely taking over. I kind of hate that. I really, I still think when it comes to starts, the best guy is still going to be the best guy. Kenny, Kenny's a great starter. Tomac is not. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It won't matter. At the end of the day, you can either get off, you can either start or you can't. That that's just, oh yeah. It's a weird deal. I was always pretty good at it, but I you know I know guys that are terrible at it that are way way better guys than me. Yeah. But you can bet I'm going to be there into the, the first turn before them. Right. For that reason, you know. Now that that I mean that's obviously not the same thing, but yeah, I don't know. I think that great thing's a good deal though. I think just little things like that to help out, you know, and that way you're not going off. 
condition. Get, under gate, gate, gate positions, one hundred percent, what they're going to be looking at there. Yeah, well, not, or not the hole, not, the how, not how the gate looks. Yeah, I still think it doesn't matter. The holes are going to be the holes. I think as long as they're off the line quick, the, the hole they'll be on that. Unless it's just right. super gnarly, like chewed up, it'll be a different deal, you know. Or it takes like a right turn off the like, line or something. Yeah, like that. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. I got to interrupt y'all. Do y'all know who Colin Kubekeka is? Kubeka, yeah. So he said, uh, so you can chat while we're live. He said, checking in from Troop, my dudes. Peace sign. Podcast is sick so far, man. Colin, what's up, man? So shout out to Colin. Hey, Colin. Thanks for listening. I got an interview with him this weekend. This is his first weekend back racing after a pretty substantial injury. Yeah. So he, um, it was cool watching him ride. He was out there going over the finish line, like doing fist bumps, did this huge, like, like Ronnie Mack boner air over the triple at the finish line. I love it. I love it. On his 125. So, yeah. So he said he lives in Troop? Yeah, he yep. sure does. Yeah. One of Doc's buddies. Sweet, cool, man. So, we've got a lot of a, a lot of up and coming kids that are doing real good. And we'll, later on, we'll have some interviews. So, man, make sure you call and you tell everybody to mm-hmm. tune in and listen to you. Yeah, because you can if you're on the Spreaker app listening to us live, you can actually chat with us. Awesome. So, like, I just asked Colin, "Hey, man, thanks for listening. Got anything you want us to talk about?" You know, so we want to get the listeners involved more. Awesome. We want them to interact with us, and we want to interact with them. We want this show to be fun. We don't want to just us be, you know, as as much as I like talking to y'all, I want to talk to our listeners, too. We don't like talking so, to you, Phil. Well, I don't. <laughs> you're very funny. You should see the look on Phil's face. He was like, huh, what? He got disgusted, didn't he? I knew, I knew that I'm would disgusted throw Disgusted with you. I knew that would throw him off. No, I do. I'm down with fan topics. You guys, yeah. if you got something you want to hear about. Mark, you're so funny. And we know it. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, if we if you got something you want to hear about and you think we might can uh, elaborate, throw it, you know, throw some knowledge on it if we have it, yeah, throw, put it, give it to us, please. So, so we still haven't had word about so many riders. Has Mark? You're you're the you're the knowledge guy, and you can look back into your into that that big brain of yours and try to <laughs> go through some files. Has there ever as is this every year like this? Is it always this late? I don't remember it being this late for so many guys. There'll be guys that are late and all this kind of stuff, but it seems like, I mean, you got Bowers. I mean, what is he doing? Uh, I, I heard. Uh, okay, but I'm saying no one, has it been ever been this late for non yeah, sometimes I think it's a little worse this year. But no, no, that's always typically happened. If you, if you want to go back to 19... 19- Late 1996, before the season started, McGrath didn't have a deal till three weeks before Anaheim when he got on Suzuki's. Oh, I didn't it happens, know that man. It, it, no, it, but for okay, it's but selective, for this but many riders, huh? like for this huge of a group of no, riders, no of good guys. We're, we're not bad just talking spot. about our sports in a bad spot right now, man. I really thought. I think a lot of what that is though is that a lot of guys' contracts are up at the same time. Now, there's uh, not yeah. enough rides out there still, but. <laughs> Everybody, it just, it just, it was a weird year how everything fell. But I don't think we're in that good of shape as a sport right now. I don't think we're that healthy. I don't think the industry is where we would all like it to be. I really think they're going to have to start bringing in some more outside deals. Even with the TV coverage and the amount of time we're getting, you. St- I mean, you tell me. Nobody's got rides. <laughs> Dude, I have a, I have a big issue with the TV coverage because. We're on FS1, right? We're supposed to be on FS1 live every single Saturday. Uh, they move it well, around. Well, yeah, they move it around things. to FS2, which nobody gets. 
So that pisses people off. It does, but here's the thing: I don't have a pro- I don't have that much of a problem with it because I remember when when you had to wait a month to watch a race. Well, yeah, but but you got to think we're in the generation now. We want it now. Well, and, I, and yeah, that that's for sure. And I, I mean, I people always wanted it now. I just didn't always get it. In it. The, you know, and but, people are getting but, more impatient. But what I'm saying is, is it's better than it ever has been. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to get even better. Okay. As we so move on. So then, why do you think the the sport is unhealthy. Like, okay, there's obviously there's money. money in it. There's obviously somebody well, is. I mean, guys aren't making. Uh, you heard Chad talk about that on the Pulp Show. Like when he was laughing at Kenny and Barsha's balling arguments, he just basically said, "You guys don't know what balling is." Right. Okay. But we've heard plenty of interviews, and I know you listen to all the same stuff I do. Where an average guy who can make all the mains, you know, that can. That can get a ride, I guess you'd the say. Pro- here, here's where your problem lies: is there's too much emphasis on the 250 class. Now, I understand that is a feeder development class, and you've got guys in that class making five hundred thousand dollars a year or more. It's a development class. What about the 450 class? That's that's your premier class, right? That's your showcase. Work, dude. The top twenty should be NASCAR style in there, and it's not. Our, it's so like I said, whoever whoever got all this together, the AMA, the powers that be, they just said it's a. It's, so it what sucks, do you, you what know? do you think of Blair's idea of everybody on two fifties have a one twenty five under eighteen class or like a one seventy five four choke or whatever? It's like a smaller no, I bike. That. I love it. Uh, and I then everybody on two fifties. Why do you need a four fifty in Supercross, Phil? Why? Because that's, that because that that's where the sport but, is. No, here, here's where we're, here's where he's missing us though. I think I see where he where, where he's missing it. You still have two separate classes. It said everybody's yeah. riding a two fifty bike. No, one class. Blair was talking. Yeah, he's about talking about one class. One two fifty. Everybody. So you go through. You turn pro at sixteen, and up until you're eighteen years old, you ride a feeder class, which is one twenty fives. And I'm if sure you want, hey, this isn't the, this isn't a arena cross. If Hold you on. want to kill the privateer, go ahead. What? Know? Okay, but why? Does it? Why are we worried about if we're trying to grow the sport and make it popular? There are no privateers in NASCAR. That's There's true. no privateers in Formula One. This is Formula One of dirt bike racing. This is an arena cross. Well, not, that's what that's where those that's where those privateers go. I know, but the arena cross does that 250 class. No, I'm, what I'm saying is they don't need four. They do all 250. But yeah. They don't need it anywhere. You but, put, if you put the fastest guys all out there on PW50s, the fastest guy's going to win. Look, the fastest guy is the fastest guy. You definitely 450s are too much in Supercross. I'm just going to say it. I don't like to see those guys can can get half-assed out of shape and still jump everything out there. I want to see some technical good riding. And if you get to that point, the racing will get better. And so that's why the 250 class has got some really damn good racing. I've got to give Daniel, I, in my opinion, I think it's the greatest idea mm-hmm. ever. Where everybody's on a 250F. And when you go to Supercross, when you get your Supercross license, it's like getting your Formula One license. It's like getting your MotoGP license. You can't go, like right now, if I went out and went to Arena Cross, made what is it three night shows? Mm. Basically, if you go to three night shows and finish mid pack, you don't even have to run the main event. Yeah, you if you make three you night your, shows, you get your pro card. You get your my, my pro card. Me, yeah, I can go get my pro card. If uh-huh. I, I maybe it takes me ten of them to get to my points or whatever you have to get. Yeah, there's no way in God's green earth somebody like me should even be eligible. Okay, so you're saying Daniel wants to put two fifty. What bikes he, on on the premier class too. No, in what he's saying or is just it, no. There's no, just, just one class. There's just, just one, one class. class. One and big the, class. And if you want to, you have your um. You can have like a feeder class, like from okay. sixteen to eighteen. 
that is no bigger than a 125, and it's you know you figure out some way to to keep the bike there, slow. Okay, well so, you got me confused with because I'm thinking you're over here trying to tell me Ken Rocks and Eli Tomac are going to 250. Yes. Yes. Well, in, in that in, in that format, they would. Yes. They would. In Everybody would be on a two. Everybody would ride one. Now, here's the thing. But then those you guys, think, you think those guys that that bike's not good. That bike is more than capable. Those new two fifty Fs are good, especially oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ride a sure. pro circuit bike. You know, for sure. But what he's saying is to make the racing more competitive, to 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 bring the safety level up a little bit in the sport. Okay. Because if you go watch 90s Supercross in the early 2000s, they're still riding two strokes. The racing was awesome. And it was a lot slower. It was a lot slower, but it had to be. And guys had to take the outside. Tracks were gnarlier. To go and get you triples. had to be perfect. Uh, technical, uh, on a technical level, you had to be perfect. 450s have taken all that away. You just take the and outside. And I don't like it. That's, it, it you, you can do whatever you want. It just take a lot of time. I don't. I want the racing to get good. Now, again, no matter what happens on this deal, the best guy is still going to be the best guy. But... We already know that. We're, we're, we'll watch behind him for the good race. That's usually where it is. Well, and what would happen is guys like Fortner and all those mm. young kids coming in, when they turn pro, they have to get line up right there next to the baddest Here's the, the problem with that, though. The vets ain't going to want to line up with those kids because the kids got a yeah. lot different style than mm. them. Now, now uh, granted, it's if only they say, 20 of them on the line at uh, Hey, time. I mean, you can race with them. Uh, 22. At the end of the day, what should happen is this is the series – this is what happens. There's 18-year-olds racing NASCAR that'll come in and race the 500. You exactly. know, the Daytona 500 things. And I know the old, the old guys don't like it, but tough shit. Yeah. More from, by lack of a better word, tough shit. Well, and you know? so I think it makes our sport kind of Billy Bob because you have, oh, yeah. because you have certain people, I'm not going to name names, that ride around, that make the main events and don't race. <laughs> we know who you're talking about. But I'm just saying, you have... I the, dare you to say they ever say what? Jeff Alessi? <laughs> Michael. No, Mike, no, Mike's no, awesome. Mike races. Love Mike. Mike's oh, okay. Yeah, Sometimes. Awesome. But I'm just saying, what I'm trying to get at is, if you did that, it would dwindle down. It would get rid of some of the privateer issue, uh, privateers that are there. And it would, because... I don't want to get rid of them, though. No, it would get rid of them, listen, out of Supercross and push them into Arena Cross. Mm. And then it would grow the Arena Cross series. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, I, I know it, sound, it's, no, it sounds it, like a great idea right now, it's not but you, well, you that's present it to the AMA, and if I am, then they're not going to cut it. They're not going to say it. It's well, a great idea. Well, no, the sport it's is going to change it. Here, here's the thing. They're stuck in that, well, we've always done it this way mindset. Anytime I hear somebody say, well, we've, it's always been this way, well, that's a problem for me. Because that means, that means you're nearsighted. That means you don't, you're, you're not intelligent enough right. to let your mind grow. Right. Uh, and this sport needs to grow. We're going to have to. They, they do with the, the OEMs. If they just tell the OEMs, this is what we're going to do and do it. Now, as far as the 125 series goes, not everybody makes a 125, so that's not going to happen until everybody does. Do right. I think everybody's going to start? I think you will see either a 125 or a 150 bike come out from every manufacturer at some point. I hope, anyways. Well, I don't think. I think maybe you'll have like a 175 four-stroke or something like that. Well, either way, whatever displacement rules, which we know those are going to be jacked up to begin with, it, um, just put smaller bikes out there. I, I think injuries are getting too much. Those 450s are dangerous. I can yeah. tell you firsthand, I've wrecked on one many times. And when they get out of sorts, they get out of sorts. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you can't crash on anything or hurt yourself. But I want to jump back a little bit on 1.2. When those kid, when kids move up off 85s, there should be – a process for this, right? Right. There needs to be one year they're going to race just super minis. 
The next year, they're going to race just 125s. I don't care if you got to go buy one. Go do it. You have to do it. You should have to put one. Now, you can ride a 250F in your spare time, whatever. I think it should racing-wise on the big races, it should have to put one full year in on a 125 because you and I both know it's going to – They'll have to actually learn how to ride that motorcycle. Oh yeah, the and it'll help them transition. Very, very good transition. We so that's what that's what we decided to do for our son. Yeah, and it, it worked out great. Yeah, he's doing well. He's going to keep progressing. He's going to be good. And when he got on a two fifty F, I mean, he was it was it, it was a great it was easy. You and know? It, but he it, rode a two fifty two stroke before that too. Before he got two fifty F, I put on two fifty two. That's stroke. awesome. Well, well that's and what also, you should do. And so like like this weekend, two of the kids that um, have gotten real fast. Well, actually, one of them wasn't there. But I watched Ethan Mann and and Riley Allen, two local riders. Those kids went from the 85 to the 125 like they should. And I watched them struggle a little bit, you know what I mean, when they first got on the big bike, and they picked it up quick. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, how bad would that... I wonder how if how much it would have hurt them to go straight to a 250F. It hurt, in my opinion, it hurts them a lot. Now, the guys are still good. I just feel like technically they'll be a little more sound. They're not <laughs> going to use the motorcycle as as a backup plan to get you out of a weird situation. And, like, yeah, their lines will be better. They know I mean, you you guys would know as well as I do, riding at two strokes a different animal. I yeah. feel this yeah. weekend. He was, like, singing the blues about it. Because uh-huh. you have to – because it takes skill to ride It one. does. The, the four strokes make it – now – I'm not hating on the four strokes. I enjoy riding one as much as anybody else. But, I mean, unless you spent some time on a two stroke, technically you're probably not going to get it, you know? Right. Yeah. I could be wrong, but. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking well, yeah. well, of, of the kids minutes. and stuff like that, yeah, let's go ahead and get some of those interviews. Okay. That I had let me do this bit real quick. Okay. Uh, we all play bad schools, motocross. No, we don't all. TJ, you need to start playing. No, I play real dirt bike riding. Uh, okay. Well, not very often you don't. Obviously, not anymore. You're gonna start yeah. playing in uh, Matt Skills Motocross too. Matt Skills is awesome. It is awesome. But go ahead, please. Because they're, listen- they're, cause they're listening. They're so, listening. They're listening. I love it. It's the they're, they're, greatest. The greatest. Thing. Actually, it is a lot of you fun. Really, games. You're gonna really be a future. A future. No, the, the thing is this. Yeah, I love the game. I just don't yeah. play any games anymore. You know at what's all. cool about Matt Skills? Because I love the j- the jam the jam week. Uh, week i look forward to thursday when the new jam tracks come out yeah and if you don't like them that week oh well wait till next week because it's usually gonna be pretty gnarly you know exactly that, that is, i'm so addicted to that game i play it so much and oh factory phil over here is pretty good at that game yeah, yeah and I, I know brian from uh from mass skills mx2 mm-hmm. he is he's listening cool What's uh, up, brian? so we are gonna give them a shout out um trying to work something in the works right now so uh shout out to that well, game either way man i love your game i'm gonna keep yeah, playing awesome. it every dadgum week as much as i can and uh it has become my my obsession and uh yeah. you know i like the original mad skills motocross and once this one came out it is just a level above you know? different yeah so, and, and that hundred dollars is still up for grabs for st jude's if you follow the show and follow me on Matt Skills MX2, I would donate $100 to St. Jude's Hospital. Follow him. It's um, the Real 518. Real 518. So wait, so nobody's I, beat you yet? No. I'm, like for I, the show? So I just looked. I'm, I'm ranked 13th in the world right now. We'll touch you. Sixth in the USA. Maybe so, I should massage your back. Can you? Because I'm really sore. <laughs> TJ's down to be somebody's man friend. <laughs> so if you follow me and follow the show, go beat me. And so I'll, I'll donate a hundred dollars. Go beat me. <laughs> so basically, I, okay. I think that Dirty. I think that I hold on before we get way off. We'll here. have to edit that. Yeah. If so, if you beat me, there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. So hold on. Let me change this real quick. 
How long ago did the Mad Skills MX2 come out? Three years ago. Okay, then that's the one I was playing. Yeah, because yeah. I just quit playing and stuff not too long ago. Dude, Mad Skills is what's up. Mad I Skills really, MX2 really is awesome. Game. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'm the old, crotchety old man here. You are. I am. You know, don't be, don't be that guy. Yeah, don't I'm be that old guy. too, but it I'm had not nothing to do with the game. It had nothing to do with that game or any of that stuff. I just, I don't have time. I got home off work today. I ate a couple corn dogs because I love corn dogs. They're awesome. And and then I went out and worked on the track. And then as soon as I got done with that, I came in here and did this show. That's pretty much how my life's going. Well, well Brian from Matskills MX Two, he's a he's a big corporate guy up there. He's listening, so. We're gonna have have you have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to, to play. play for like ten minutes a day at least. I'm gonna have to play, and then well, what happens if I start beating you? Then you'll be wishing you I wouldn't have played. See, I don't want to. The don't only way that's gonna happen is if away. I play four. I'm gonna tell you this right now: you ain't gonna beat Phil. So have have a good time thinking that. I, I, trust me, he is really good at this game. Like so. it seemed like the last time I remember playing was, or like when I was playing like. I could play with my buddies and I could beat them or whatever. Yeah. But anytime I got away from that, I just got my butt handed to me. It's yeah. a different deal, man. If you don't learn how to manual everything, like right, yeah. possibly do the whole game on yeah. your rear wheel, you won't be good at it. Yeah, because I remember so. Doc and I used to watch like people riding and we're like, hey, he just did that mad skill style. The yeah, guy's manual yeah, stuff. definitely. Yeah. You yeah. definitely have to learn how to like you know do different things like the fast guys do, and it's it's uh, this new motocross championship that they have. And they're going to host it in Sweden, the top ten riders in the world. That's what I'm trying to qualify for. That's why I've been on it every single day, all day, even at work. I'm just like, hey, <laughs> and your bosses obviously don't listen. No, not at all. They don't hey, even no. know I have this podcast. Heck yeah. Well, I am the boss where I work, so I don't give a crap. My boss exactly. is listening. So screw and I'm driving screw. a truck, so I really can't play video games. Yeah, I don't have time to play video games during the day either. Right? Yeah. It just doesn't work that way. Well. Mm-hmm. But well, we have a few interviews that uh, DJ TJ there. did over the weekend. We're going to play a little bit of those. So enjoy them. Up here with Colin Quebec. Just coming back. How long have you been off? Been off for a year and two months. A year and two months. And this is your first race back, huh? It is. Um, I was planning on starting racing in January with the uh, the Winter Series and kind of get um, get started with that. But I thought, well, might as well start earlier and get in shape before those races because those races are um, pretty pretty competitive. So you're on a new bike this year, right? And for next year, I am. Triangle Cycles hooked me up with a um, YZ125, and I've been ripping that for the past couple of weeks. It's pretty sick. Well, I saw you out there. You and you were probably having the most fun out of everybody else I saw on the track doing fist pumps and boner airs on the track, just having a lot of fun, and yet still running towards the front of the pack. That's awesome. Yeah, out of shape so much, I thought I might as well just have fun with it and run as fast as I can for the first part of the moto, and then when I got tired, just have fun out there, man. That's what it's about. All right, man. Well, awesome. Glad to see you out here and hope to see you for more races this year. Jace Williams, you had a great whole season at District 41. How did you do in the series? What classes did you do good in? I won the 7-8 and 4-8 classes. That is awesome, riding that Cobra. Just like, basically almost blowing them up, going through the corners. I watch you in the gas, blowing the burns out. You were really fast out there and definitely got faster throughout the year. So what's next for you? Are you going to do the Texas uh, Championship? Maybe. We'll see. Two weeks from now, I hope to see you out there. You got any sponsors you want to thank? 
Bell, 100%. Answer, Sherman Power Sports and Mad Moto, and everybody else I forgot. Thank you. All right, thanks a lot, Jace. Jaden Weisenberg, the happiest man on the track today, coming by hooting and hollering while he's out there in the middle of a battle, man. How was the track? Oh, the track got pretty good, man. It, it was a little wet in the morning, but in the afternoon it got real good, real rough, and it was fun to race on. Yeah, and how you, how'd you go? How'd you do overall today as far as your finishes? Uh, I got a first in 250 Pro and a second in 450 Pro today. You can't complain about that. Put a little bit of money in your pocket. And how did you do overall? Did you ride the whole series? I can't remember. Uh, I missed two rounds, but the rest, I, I've got either first or second or somewhere around in there, so pretty decent overall. You really can't complain about that. Are you going to be at the state final in a couple weeks here at River Valley? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir, I am. Well, I'd like to see you battling up there with some of those pros coming up from the south and west Texas, man. It'll be great to see you. You got any sponsors? Uh, yes, I do. I have uh, Troy Lee Designs, Adventure Moto, Motorex, Spy Optics, and Red Rooster Tattoo. All right, man. Thank you so much. We hope to see you soon. Thank you. Here with Carly Campbell, the number 93. Come on, Carly. I know you don't want to talk, but how did you do? Uh, I did good. really good out there. I decided to crash on this roller out here, and I knocked over my friend Caitlin. You didn't fall. <laughs> You just had to roll back down the hill. Yeah, you had to roll back down backwards. <laughs> Caitlin Williams is here, too. They battled. Not only did they battle on the track for position, they battled to see who could get up first and get going. Everybody was cheering for y'all. And so, so how did you wind up overall out of y'all? Who got the overall today? I did. No, I did. No, she did. I did. You got the over. You got the overall today for the series or no, for the no, today? No, for the series, I got overall. Oh, okay, so y'all were both winners today. Yeah. And both of y'all got up, and neither one of y'all are hurt today. Y'all had a great race, though. So, are you going to be at the Texas final? Yes. You, you are? Are you looking forward to We're going to have women coming from all over the state just to battle you. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a lot. Of I'm ready! <laughs> <laughs> all right. You're going, to, you're going to be there, too? I hope so. Yeah, I've talked to your dad and your brother, and everybody's like, I don't know. You're so. going to be there because Jace is going to be there. I'm going to be there. You can see me out there, number 212 on the Cowie. Yeah, okay. I see number 93 beating 212, though. Uh, no, there you go. crash in front of me. Yeah, they're already talking trash. I hope to see you all out there. Nathan Wood, the number 17. You got two championships this year. Uh, yeah. I rode a solid season. I uh, had a good time out. out of the track, so this is my local track. Uh, did pretty good. I had a flat on one moto, but I came back and got the overall, so yeah, it was fun. All right, and this is your you're riding at B. I mean the C class. Are you gonna ride C class next year too? No, I'm in B class. I'm in not B class. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm B class. Are you yeah. mo are you moving to the A class? You're gonna ride B class next year? Uh, I'm not sure. We'll see how it goes. I'm trying to go the res first, see how that goes, and we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, you look good out there, keeping up with some of those pro guys. Definitely battling with them on and off throughout the year. Watching you this whole District 41. When's the next time we're gonna see you on the bike? Uh, probably at River Valley. Oh, awesome. You're going to do that state championship series. Have you raced any of the guys that will be there from the other district? Like, have you raced down south in the Houston area or anything? Uh, uh, I mainly do a bunch of cross country, so I'm getting into this uh, motocross stuff. So that'll be the first time. All right, Nathan. It was great. Like, great talking to you, and I hope to see you soon. Riley Allen looked really good out there, looking really fast, battling up there with some of the pros sometimes on your 125. How'd you do this season? Uh, I got a second and first and. 
the schoolboy one, and then I got first, uh, one and one and two stroke open. And you won both those championships, right? Yes, sir. Man, that is awesome. Are you going to be at the state final? Uh, probably. That would be great. What's the next thing, like the next big thing you know you're going to be doing? Just practicing and getting better. Getting ready for next year. Man, I hope to see you out there. You got any sponsors you want to thank? I think my mom, my dad, Team Sakai, um, Dunlop, Colin, uh, everyone else that I forgot. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm here with Ty Crunk. Unfortunately, Ty's got an injury to his hand. Maybe broke something, Ty. You were having a really good day until that happened. Yeah, um, the drive was good. And I was trying to make the pass on first. And I couldn't see, so I just kind of cased the jump. Yeah, I saw you come around with the goggles off and a little bit of dirt all over you. So I guess you went down. Was it a pretty hard get off? I didn't go down. I just cased it. And then when I did, I... I hit my pinky real hard on my handlebars. All right, yeah, you got your hand all bandaged up and some ice on it, man. Well, I hate to hear that. I hope you have a, a quick, speedy recovery so we can see you back out here racing. You'd like to thank anybody? Um, I'd like to thank my mom, um, my whole family, um, Spy, and the man up above. All right, Ty, look forward to seeing you out here soon. Tyler Barris, you had a great day today and won a championship today. Yeah. Just trying. You looked really good out there. How did you do overall today? Uh, I got, I went 3-1 and C for first overall, and I didn't race schoolboy. Yeah, that's right. You had to focus on that C championship, which you did wind up getting. A great job. You had a hard fought today, you know, working your way through the pack during that first moto. I saw that. That was really good. So, uh, are you going to be at the state final? Yeah, I'm going to be there. Well, that's awesome. When's the next place we're going to see you racing? State final. The state final. Talk about after that. Are you going to run oh. anything like the any stuff this year, the winter series or any of that? I don't think so. All right. Well, that's Swan. That's right. Y'all will be out there for the last round of the Texas State Championship there at the Swan Nationals. Well, we hope to see you out there. You got any sponsors you want to thank? Uh, KTM in North Texas and my parents. Tyler Smith, you had a great day today. You've had a whole great season. I've been watching you battle up front. You've had a lot of hard-fought battles. Today was definitely no exception but you had some great racing you said you got three championships yes sir i did what did you get how many what classes did you win the championships in i won the 85 9 to 15 open and then i won the 85 12 to 15 and then i win super mini and so which one of those three was the hardest fought the one that that gave you the the hardest and guys giving you the hardest run for money i say the 12 to 15 because coming into this race we had i was one point ahead of cameron harrison and he's we're both battling out this whole entire series yeah, I got to talk to Cameron earlier. He um, had a really good day. I think his first moto was really good, but unfortunately, he got injured, which he battled to the end, and you straight up beat him in that last moto. Yeah, it feels good. All right, when's the next time we're going to see you? Are you going to be at the Texas final? Uh, yes, I will. So that means at River Valley, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. right, good luck. Do you have any sponsors you want to thank? I want to thank my mom and dad for getting me to where I am right now, and um, my trainer, Ty Levesey. Hey, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for him, um, the MX Factory, alias for supporting me, the best gear out here, and yeah. All right, thanks a lot. Up here with... What? All right, that was some really good interviews. If you had noticed that last kid there, he did a great job. I mean, it was almost like he had some, what do you call it, like some training almost, as good as he was on the mic. 
Yeah, he went through a media class, the lo- you know, local race media class, and pretty soon he'll be uh, doing it pro circuit style, you know. But I was talking to, I forgot who I was talking to, they were going to be doing some training, and one of the things that they were wanting to do was do some media training for some of these kids. Like, one of the camps are... Yeah, media training to do what? Sound like everybody else or to actually be, give a good interview? Well, that's a good point because a lot of these pro guys just kind of sound like robots. They, well, except for like Cooper and... I'm going to tell you what, when I hear that crap... Yeah, Cooper Webb, that's why he's very well loved right now. When I hear that, that robot crap, it makes me not want to buy from any sponsor that they're talking about. Oh, you it mean anno- like... It annoys me to no end. I don't care about your sponsors. I want to hear about how the race went. I can see your sponsors on your jersey, so you- on your hat. On your bike, I I know who's your sponsor. I want to hear how the freaking race went. You know what I mean? So you like love Mooskin getting up there talking for like an hour and a uh, half? Well, not really. I man. mean, that, okay, where do you? I mean, like, hey, where do you like draw the line? He tried to cut him off. He's like, "What that? That is good. You know, I felt good today." And, and I'm just like, "Come on, man, shut up, Marvin." You know? But I say this: at least he's not saying. You know, Red Bull, KTM, Thor, Parts Unlimited, whatever the hell else those idiots are saying out there, and. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of that. You Phil, know? I, I think we've done a really good job of, of riling up a yeah, market. You got me there. today, man. So you, you don't like the guys mentioning their sponsors and going on and on about it? No. I want to hear about how the race. I know who their sponsors are, Phil. I could see it right there on their jersey. You know what? I have to agree with you on this. You know, I could see it on your bike. I know who you ride for. I follow the damn sport. You know so what, these guys? It just, makes me not want to talk to you, you know, or buy anything from like, your sponsors. Atlas, you know answer gear you know and, and you know what i hate is when they when they get their monster cup and then put it in oh front of the camera and they're like like we know you're sponsored by monster stop okay, showing your stupid on, monster on. cam i'm gonna start buying rippets okay no, i don't see anybody sponsored by that. let's say we get a rider and we get the show going and we put a sticker on their jersey and on their bike for the moto x pod all Hold they on. have to say is moto x pod thank you but I don't even care if they say it at all. <laughs> but exactly. Oh, if you own, uh, when you had your gym, LA Boxing and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, you owned your gyms and you had all that stuff set up. Mm-hmm. If somebody was, you were, they were sponsoring you, you want them to say their name? You want people to know? You want that advertisement? Not instead of talking about how they did that night. No. Okay. Because I could see, because obviously if, I, if I'm very good at marketing and I care about the investment I'm making in this athlete, I'm going to have my stuff plastered all over them to where they don't have to say anything. And so also, it may be better off for them to say stuff along the lines of, instead of saying, yeah, I want to thank Monster Energy, Team Green, Kawasaki. They should be like, well, my Monster Energy, Team Green, Kawasaki was really fast tonight. Well, no crap. You won the freaking race. There's but, a... There's, there's a my look, lo- no, me, I don't want to do hear you, that. Do you hear Aaron Rodgers after a game say, thank you, discount double check? Who's Aaron Rodgers? The quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Oh. Do, do you, you hear Richard Sherman say, thank you, Alberto's Beef Jerky, Who's for sponsoring Sherman? me? Place for the Seahawks. No, you don't. I don't you, know They what talk they about say. the game. They talk. I know you don't yeah, know a lot about I football. I want to hear about the they, race. They talk about the game Not just as the riders. Sponsors. Do they have sponsors in football? Yes, they have endorsements. You they have everything dude, in commercials. Those guys have Nike deals. They have Reebok I've never deals. seen anything on their jerseys. After they get done exactly. interviewing, do, do you think <laughs> they say, thank you, Nike, thank you, Alberto, be do you know thank why you, they Adidas. Don't have to say anything? 
because because the sponsor markets them outside of exactly that and does a good job of it. Now they're more mainstream. I'll get it, but maybe we should take some cues from them because we're still a hillbilly sport at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you know. What I mean? And I, I said, don't get me wrong. This is my favorite thing in the world, but I'm calling it. I'm calling a spade a spade. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm with. God, Mark I wish on I had this. my Facebook live going on right now. <laughs> Mark is Mark riled up. You Dude, know, I get so annoyed. But Blake Baggett <laughs> is the absolute worst. I want to. I really want to just kick him in the face when he gets on TV. He is not. I just want to thank. BTO Sports KTM. Yeah, just, just shut up. If you're gonna do a media class, go learn how to have some personality. I'm just saying, man. Like teachers, like don't talk about my boy like no, that. I promise you, I've never ever said that he was good on the podium. He's or terrible. Thank God like... you won't see him on it in the 450 class. He's terrible. You know, not Supercross outdoors. Man. Shots fired. I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody <laughs> thinks about that. That is just the way I feel oh right God. now. <laughs> hear about your sponsors man i just don't like i gotta oh, get riled up every now and again do this this is man. a perfect way to end the show I think. yeah i, I think, think so this too. is it i think everybody is had no, i mean I, I root for baggett i think he's great but as long this as i keep awesome. him off the microphone he's awesome you know hey uh, so colin said tj if you pay me a lot of money i will run moto x pot stickers on my bike brother yeah but, well too but, bad but, there ain't no money to pay colin i tell you what colin if if uh i'll give him some stickers we'll give you some stickers do we have any stickers we're yeah. not going to pay you but we'll give you a whole segment you're not going to be on the show of course uh but we're gonna you can come up with a segment we'll talk about it how about that yeah, that sounds oh. good. Let's okay. clear it up, guys. I'm not dogging these guys, but the well, I'm dogging their interview skills, but I'm not dogging them per- personally. So I just I can't, a personal I, I cannot deal with it. It's ridiculous. I turn the TV off when it comes to those interviews. I mute it. You know, I don't want to hear it. I, I, I don't, don't watch anybody. I know who your sponsors are very well, and I don't need to see. And, and the casual fan. I listen to Marvin. The casual fan doesn't care who your sponsors are either. You know why? You're really doing them a disservice because they don't know what the hell's happening out there. And you could really get make them more, you know, inform them more on what's happening. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I just can't deal with it. Uh, if this brings so, me a backlash, I don't care. So you think they it. should change the role and not bring it up at all? Uh, yeah, we could see who your sponsor is. Again, what did I just say? It's all over their jersey. It's all over their chest protector. They're going to have four different hats on, goggles around their neck. You know, I'm surprised it's they don't so have stickers corny. they put on their face that say Monster Energy or whatever, you know, or just those little fake tag. I mean, I know who hey, I, I got. I got a legitimate question. When they give them that Monster can or Red Bull can, does it have anything in it? From what I understand, they, no. From what I understand, a lot of them they have Red Bull and Monster in them now. They used to just have water. If they have they water, just, like, fake drink them. I bet Ryan well, Dunn's not drinking Red Bull. I'm just. Saying. I doubt it. Well, I'm just saying. Well, I don't think he ever. Wow. I bet all the Baker goes and pours it out and pours water in it, or doesn't pour know. anything in it. He I've heard that they like, just acts it out. Who cares? Because yeah. but it's so it's so. They're corny. not sitting there chugging that thing. I take Dude, a little sip. It's probably a recovery drink or something that's in there because that's the generally what what those guys do. At the end of at the at, you know at the conclusion of a moto, they're going to have to get their body you know, start start the, the 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 repair process on their bodies for what they just did the damage yeah. they just did to it. So, yeah, I'm with Mark on this. I think they should stop it all together. Like we can see your sponsors, we know who your sponsors are. You've been you've been with mm-hmm. them forever and ever and what what not. Just stop. It's annoying. Nobody wants to listen to it. 
I get just up his route. I'm not probably not as mad as Mark does. But I'm not mad. I've got I'm three. You're beers pretty mad, deep. bro. I have three beers. You're deep. mad, bro. Ain't nothing upsetting <laughs> me right now, dude. Mark's mad. But no, I just it just that 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 subject really ticks me off. I cannot deal with it. So yeah, here or what? Yeah, we're about at an hour ten, about an hour eleven now. Perfect so time. it's perfect time. I think we're gonna close it down. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's episode five of the motor. Oh, we didn't talk about the new name change. Yeah, we do. We we now we're trying to get on uh, iTunes, iTunes. And to be able to get on iTunes. Our, our name was too close to another one, so now it is Moto X Pod, which yeah. actually new name, same people, awesome. So got a logo now. So yeah. and hopefully same three jerks in here. The same, yeah. Well, uh, Muscle Mark, DJ TJ, and Factory Phil. That's right. And then um, so, anyways, and hopefully if things work out and I can get all this computer stuff figured out, we will be able to post this on iTunes starting this week. And then after yeah. that, the feed will go live to I, not live to iTunes, but should upload automatically. And we will definitely post that on our social media when it does come up on iTunes uh-huh. and hopefully on some some apps for the android phone like uh stitcher so we're, we're working right. on it guys to get right. it more mainstream another thing we're gonna start handing out stickers and all that and then in the near future maybe some hopefully t-shirts. some t-shirts some hoodies and all that kind of good stuff so you yep. can we're working on it guys it's, it's, a pro- it's a process we'll get it going yeah of course no worries so uh we'll see y'all later peace
just me. 